following is a special sports presentation from 105.9 The Hog and the Big Radio Sports Network. Edgerton High School girls basketball is on the air. Our coverage begins with Crimson Tide Preview, an in-depth look at our featured matchup. Now, live from the gym, here are John Barry and Sean Maloney. It's D3 sectional semifinal action as the Edgerton Crimson Tide get ready to take on the Crusaders of Madison Edgewood. Sean Maloney, John Barry here at Stoughton High School, the site of this D3 sectional semifinal. The winner traveling to Evansville to take on the winner of Waupon and Lake Mills. It's a 1 2 matchup here in a highly anticipated game. Two teams that have been in the top 10 of the D3 poll pretty much the entire season. And, Barry, I think we are in for one heck of a basketball game. What are you looking forward to most tonight? Well, first of all, are we in Stoughton or are we at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York? we got a great court. That's our first one of the year, Sean. So, no, I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, this game is, I think this is what everybody was anticipating. And then, certainly, when you look at the other side of the bracket, Wapan, uh, they were number one at one time in Division Three. So, uh, you've got the four teams that many people expected to be in the sectionals, and we've got two of them here tonight. And I think, you know, it's a game where, Again, what Edgerton team are we going to see? Is it going to be the one that struggled a little bit in that first regional game, or is it the one that really turned it on and really had two blowout wins and did so in impressive fashion? I don't know. Edgewood, you know, it's a good team. I mean, there's no question about it. Uh, they played a pretty good schedule. Uh, they play in a tougher conference than the than the Crimson Tide do. But, again, a game like this, uh, a lot of times it just comes down to the simple things adding up to big things, and, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we're going to talk to Edgerton head coach Chris Jenny in just a few minutes here, get his take on what needs to happen tonight here during the Burtness of Chevrolet pregame show. Burtness Chevrolet, when the products are similar, it's the dealer that makes the difference. Shop, drive, Burtness.com. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk to Edgerton head coach Chris Jenny. Get a little bit of a preview from him on this D3 sectional semifinal matchup here tonight against Edgewood. You are listening to Edgerton Crimson Tide Basketball on 105.9 The Hog and 105.9thehog.com. Nestled in the rolling hills of Edgerton is a well-manicured 18-hole championship golf course. Discover today, Town Country Club, the home course of Steve Stricker, is in Edgerton. A fun course for all golfers. Town Country also offers great food with outstanding burgers and daily specials. We are also a great place for your next party with our newly remodeled banquet room. Come experience wonderful golf and great food at the Treasure of Edgerton Town Country Club. Great golf is waiting for you. When the products are similar, it's the dealer that makes the difference. Hi, Brian Bowditch for Burtness Chevrolet Orfordville and Burtness Chevrolet Buick GMC of Whitewater. Winter can certainly be hard on vehicles, so our service team is ready to take care of you and your ride. And if it's time to find something new for you, we've got you covered. With a fantastic selection of new, used, and certified cars, trucks, and SUVs. Burtness Chevrolet of Orfordville, Burtness Chevrolet Buick GMC of Whitewater. ShopDriveBurtness.com. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. Winning service and experience since 1980. It's Steve's 51 Repair in Edgerton. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff do it all. Auto plus light truck repair from big to small. In addition to general vehicle service, Steve's 51 Repair handles tires, brakes, batteries, electronics, quick lube service, and a lot more. With the latest equipment, over 40 years of experience, that includes ASE Master Certified Technicians, Steve's 51 Repair will get you back on the road. Steve's 51 Repair, Highway 51, Edgerton. 
a favorite in Edgerton. The place to start your day is Cafe on Main with fresh squeezed orange juice and fresh ground coffee daily. Cafe on Main offers different breakfast and lunch specials every day, like the delicious Sunday prime rib and eggs. Try six different types of eggs benedict, their original recipe buttermilk pancakes, Belgian waffles, French toast, crepes, omelets, skillets, and more. For lunch, try the rotisserie Euro sandwich, burgers, paninis, wraps, and more. Everyone at Cafe on Main wishes the Crimson Tide girls good luck. When you need a plumber, call Edwardson Plumbing of Edgerton. At Edwardson Plumbing, they believe a good plumber is more than just someone you hire to replace some parts, hand a bill, and leave a mess. A good plumber is courteous, respectful, and walks you through each solution. They leave your space the way they found it, with quality, affordable plumbing services on repairs, replacements, installation, and remodels. Edwardson will get your plumbing working quickly. From everyone at Edwardson Plumbing, good luck to the Edgerton girls in the playoffs. Roll Tide. Those W and S words will be gone, and spring will be here in full force. Time to get ready to mow, and time to get a new Husqvarna zero-turn mower or tractor from Burns Full Service in Edgerton. Now, get a great deal with 20% off qualifying equipment. That's up to 3000 off for a limited time from your local Husqvarna dealer, Burns Full Service, getting you the legendary Husqvarna performance with their zero-turn mowers and tractors. Service so important, they put it in their name. Burns Full Service, Main Street, Edgerton. Neighbors alert. After the recent tornado, your safety is their priority. At Graham's Insurance, they are your local insurance specialist, ready to guide you through the aftermath. Safeguard what matters most, your home, business, and loved ones. Let's tailor your coverage together for a stronger rebuild. Call Graham's Insurance in Evansville and Edgerton today at 608-884-3304. Good luck to the local girls' teams in the playoffs. Trust Graham's Insurance for a secure tomorrow. Bank of Edgerton, a branch of the Bank of Milton, is a locally owned, independent hometown bank, serving our customers and the communities around us. Hi, this is Bob Cullen, Vice President. We're big enough to serve all your banking needs, but small enough to know you by name. We emphasize strong banking relationships and demonstrate a high level of community involvement. Good luck to the Crimson Tide from our team at the Bank of Edgerton, member FDIC. The Burtness of Chevrolet pregame show continues here on 105.9 The Hog as we get ready to gear up for D3 sectional semifinal action as the Edgerton girls basketball team gets ready to take on Edgewood. Being joined now by Coach Chris Jenny for the Edgerton Crimson Tide. Coach, we'll of course get to uh, tonight's matchup, but a pretty impressive showing for you guys in the regionals on Friday and Saturday uh, what what do you think led to kind of the success, the overall success for you in those two games? Because it really seemed like, uh, other than maybe a couple of stretches in each game, you guys you guys performed pretty well, and you didn't feel like, didn't feel like uh, the moment was too big at, for most of both those games, right? Yeah, don't, definitely. I don't think the moment was too big at all for our kids. We've got, you know, our older kids, our seniors. That was their fourth regional title game that they've played in. And then for our younger kids, they've played a lot of basketball at a really high level uh, through AAU and otherwise. So, you know, they're they're much more veteran than what they look like on paper. And when it comes to the games themselves, I mean, what is it about the two games that impressed you, which is kind of the actual play on the court that impressed you and, and has you excited as you head into uh, tonight's matchup in the sectionals? And then what are some things that have been maybe the 
because I know as coaches, you guys are always looking for ways to get better and things to fix on. What are some of those other things that you're kind of trying to uh, fix up on here leading up to uh, to Thursday night? Well, I thought the things we did well all weekend were what we've been doing well all year, um, which is, you know, we just protect the basketball, uh, very low percentage or very low number of turnovers. We shoot the ball at a high percentage. Um, I thought our defense was really good all weekend, um, you know, both on the perimeter with the pressure we can apply on teams. And then, you know, I think with Langer and Shaw, we provide a lot of rim protection as well. So, you know, looking ahead to, to Edgewood tonight, um, you know, we've talked a lot about handling their pressure. They're a team with a, a lot of good, quick perimeter players. They create a lot of offense with their defense, with their pressure. So, you know, Hamlin, that's been a point of emphasis all week. Talking to Edgerton girls head basketball coach Chris Jenny gearing up for some sectional action, semifinal action against Edgewood tonight. And before we totally switch to, to tonight, I mean, what was it just like to see uh, you know, the girls, you know, embrace the student section with the with the plaque, with the trophy, and to kind of see all the girls take part in the, the net cutting ceremony. I mean, that stuff, you obviously have bigger goals and aspirations, but that's still got to be pretty um, exciting to, to take in as a coach, right? Yeah, for sure. That, you know, uh, there's a lot of work that goes into those moments uh, that people don't see, and it didn't just start back in November. It started long before that for these kids, and to see them have that moment with uh, – with their hometown and a full crowd like that was uh, really satisfying. Yeah, it's the, the crowds were were great in both of those games. Uh, I I got to give credit to Evansville and, and Platteville for making the journey for both because we were set up right by both visiting teams and uh, they were fired up too. And it's just a great atmosphere and it's great to be able to, of course, uh, come away with the victory uh, in those types of atmospheres. And and now as you gear up for Edgewood uh, tonight in this sectional semifinal, when you look at them. Uh, and you've gone through the film and stuff. What are some of the real things that they pose uh, that, that are a challenge for you? Because, I mean, I, I remember I was keeping along with the Prairie to Sheen game while we were, of course, doing your broadcast Saturday just to keep people updated. And it was only a one-point game at halftime, and then I looked down like three minutes later, and they're up like 20 points. So have you noticed in uh, film and stuff that they're able to just go in, in scoring bursts like that? Is it the defense? What is it? Yeah, it's, it's their defense uh, fuels those bursts. Uh, and they're capable of doing it at any time. You know, they've got some really nice interchangeable parts on the perimeter, the kids that can all handle it, shoot it, and most importantly, pressure up. And, um, you know, they can go on those 8-0 runs in a blink of an eye, and that's what you have to guard against. And even in the Parade Machine Regional Final, you could see it. It was tight at halftime with the one-point difference, but you could see that their pressure was wearing on Parade Machine up to that point. And you touched on it a little bit uh, earlier, but how best you try to make sure that the girls on your side don't get uh, worn down. And even if, you know, hey, say it's a close game at halftime, make sure that they don't continue to get wore down by that pressure and, and are able to kind of combat that. You know, we're deep. I mean, I think we're built very similar to them. Um, you know, we've got, we go 10 deep on our bench and we've got a bunch of different guards that can handle it. And, you know, we like to be able to put five kids out on the floor at all times. They can shoot it and handle it, and that's really the only way that you can try to handle their pressure. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the kind of just the, the breakdown and the stats here, and, I mean, they've got nine players that have played, uh, nine, ten, eleven players that have played up more than 15 games, you know, gotten action in more than 15 games. So you're right, it, it is similar when to kind of the approach you guys take. Do you, do you see that as a benefit? Do you see that, or how do you see that when it's two teams 
that just have a ton of depth going up against each other. Well, I think that's what sectional basketball is all about, right? I mean, it's uh, you got two really good teams, and it's going to be a matter of you know who makes those couple of plays throughout the course of the game that you need to make, who's who catches a hot night shooting it. Um, you know, will be the difference. But otherwise, I think these are two really evenly matched teams. Yeah, I'm, I, I know me and Barry are, are thrilled to to be back up calling some some basketball. We're also thrilled that I got to move to Stoughton, so we did. I'm sure just as you are that we don't have to make that journey all the way over to Prairie Duchesne. But uh, yeah, I mean, when you look at uh, kind of the big keys for tonight, uh, going up against two seated Edgewood, I mean. What are some of the big things that you're looking at that uh, you and the girls are going to have to do if you want to come away with a victory and play for a, a sectional title coming up on Saturday? Well, it's handling the pressure and limiting the turnovers. I mean, we've been a team that averaged less than 10 turnovers a game all year, and that might not be realistic in this environment with this team. But I would say, you know, 12 or less will be in good shape on that. And then, you know, it's, it's glass. It's making sure that we rebound the ball well, both offensively and defensively. Um, you know, offensively getting some of those extra possessions is, is really huge in a game like this. Awesome. Well, Coach, thanks so much for joining us pregame. I appreciate you giving us a few minutes. We'll let you get back to it uh, just a couple minutes away from tip-off here. Good luck. Thanks for giving us the time. Thanks, Sean. More of the Burtness Chevrolet pregame show is coming up. We'll have those Orange Auto Body starting lineups for you as well. You're listening to Edgerton Girls High School Playoff Basketball on 105.9 The Hog and online at 105.9thehog.com. Honest upfront numbers right off the bat. That's what makes Hesser Toyota the best place to buy a vehicle like the new 2024 Camry with available all-wheel drive. Drive home with a new Camry today with 3.99% APR for up to 60 months. So browse online at HesserToyota.com or treat yourself to Janesville's best car buying experience with a quick visit to the dealership. Highway 14 next to Target. For qualified buyers through Toyota Financial Services, subject to credit approval, and 3424. Hesser Toyota, no gains, no gimmicks, no kidding. This is the Big Radio Sports Network. Back on the Burgess Chevrolet pregame show. Time now for your Orange Auto Body starting lineups. Orange Auto Body and Car Wash. Leading insurance companies recommend Orange for your minor and major repairs. In a wreck, call Orange Auto Body and Car Wash. Now taking a look at the starters for the Edgewood Crusaders. Starting at guard, a 5'7 senior, number zero, Lily Moshkow. Starting at guard, a 5'5 senior, number one, Taya Fernandez. Starting at guard, a 5'9 junior, number two, Aaron Schauer. Starting at forward, a 6'2 junior, number 25, Marin Schmatzer. And starting at guard, a 5'8 freshman, number 30, Anna Miller. The Crusaders are led by head coach Laura Stavenis. Now we'll get the starters for your Edgerton Crimson Tide. Starting at guard, a 5'8 sophomore, number one, Marty Redman. Starting at guard, a 5'5 freshman, number three, Claudia Jenny. Starting at forward, a 5'10 sophomore, number 12, Gracie Langer. Starting at guard, a 5'9", senior, number 14, Jillian Charlotte. And starting at forward, a 5'11", senior, number 22, Nikki Shaw. The one-seated Crimson Tide, led by head coach Chris Jenny. Shaw Maloney, John Bear here at Stoughton High School in this D3 sectional semifinal. And Bear, I know it's supposed to be a neutral site, but I tell you what, it feels like an Edgerton home game here tonight. Yeah, again, for about the third time that we've covered Edgerton. <laughs> if you're looking to rob a bank tonight, tonight at Edgerton, because they're all here, and it's great to see. It's just a great environment. You know, an Edgewood, a public or a private school, you never expect them to have the amount of fans in attendance, but not a bad turnout for Edgerton, yep. but again, Edgerton, both sides of the bleachers, just full of crimson red. A lot of red, they got the band here, and we are just a few seconds away from tip-off. Edgewood's in their road uniforms, black jerseys, black shorts, yellow numbers, and yellow Edgewood across the chest. 
four Edgerton home uniforms, white jerseys, white shorts with red trim and silver numbers and name. We are just and a definite size off. advantage for Edgewood because they start, uh, you know, they got a six foot two girl in, in Maren Schmelzer and, uh, you know, Edgerton, nobody even above 5'10", so a definite height advantage for the Crusaders. We're going to have to see how that plays out. You heard Jenny say in the pregame, rebounding, keeping Edgewood off the offensive glass is going to be crucial as Schmelzer wins the tip and Edgerton, or Edgewood, pardon me, is going to get Yeah, we're going to do that started. a few times tonight. Yep. Right away, already getting it. Uh, I might just go with Crusaders and Crimson <laughs> Tide, but that's that's close too. So There you go. Edgewood moving it around. Looks like Edgerton's bringing a little bit of a trap, half-court trap here. Good defensive pressure to start. Edgewood swinging around, now into the top of the key. Now backdoor cut. Nice find, but the shots missed. Second chance opportunity up and in for Aaron Schauer. Missed the first one, got the miss, and put in the two for a 2-0 lead. And here comes lead. the pressure that we talked about. It's going to be a full court. It's you know, kind of right now a 1-2-2 full court pressure. And a Crimson Tide do a great job of breaking it as Jenny goes right around everybody. Now they can set up into that half-court offense that we saw. It was so effective in the two regional games. Shaw's going to back down. Little spin move. Tries it up and under. Good denial defense. That's going to be tipped. Out of bounds. Last touch by Edgewood. So it'll stay Edgerton basketball. Yeah, that's what allowed Edgewood to pull ahead in there regional final. It was just a one-point lead for them against Prairie Desheen on uh, last weekend, but then final score was there, a 19-point victor in that one. And like Coach Jenny said, they just kind of wear you down with that pressure over the course of a game, and Edgewood so good defensively. Edgerton's got to be on top of their game. Charlotte's going to drive free throw line, gets stopped, kicks out top of the key. Jenny, she had a big game in that regional final, 13 points. Now a kick out top of the key. Charlotte, she'll drive, dumps off Shaw, kicks into the corner. Shot fake drive, free throw line, good defense here from Edgewood. Now kicked into the corner, Jenny's going to take a three, it's up, too strong, no good. Rebound. Good look, good possession there by Edgerton. They were patient enough, and I think that's what they're going to have to do. Rebounded by Edgewood, back to the way come the Crusaders. Miller has it, kicks out top of the key, Fernandez. Now into the far corner, threes on the way, that's going to be off the backboard, no good. Rebounded by Jenny. And again, I don't. Edgewood's not a big three shooting team. I think they like to get a lot of stuff down low and use their size to their advantage. And you know that didn't even hit the rim. I'm sure Chris Jenny noted that and said, "Hey, we're, we're going to let her take that shot." Redmond has the top of the key extended. She was a spark plug for him defensively in their first regional game. Now to Langer underneath, shots up. That's going to be blocked and yeah. rebounded by Edgewood. You're seeing that. And that's just the size of Schmatzer there. He's just got a body in front, stayed on her feet, went vertical and. Nowhere to go with a shot. 16 minutes to go. First half, 2-0 lead for Edgewood. Winner of this one taking on the winner of Lake Mills and Wapan. Fantastic matchup on the other side of the sectional. Top of the key, Fernandez. Swings around right side, Miller. Miller just a freshman. Fernandez drives in with the left hand. That's going to be no good. Fight for the rebound. It's going to be brought in by Edgewood. Shots up, fouls called. Yep. Schmatzer is going to head to the free throw line after collecting the offensive rebound. And that's what Coach Jenny's talking about. you got to get a body on somebody because Edgerton's going to crash the boards. And that size advantage, that means all five Edgerton players have to get to the glass. They can't just have two or three of them go down there. All five got to go down, get a body on somebody, and try to get that rebound. Schmatzer's first free throw is on the way. No good. Misses the first. And again, we expected some nerves early on. I mean, you got a big crowd, and it's a sectional game, and... You know, there's no excuse not to come out with some jitters, and that's what we're seeing. And like I say, a couple of baskets by Edgerton, they'll calm down and go out and play their game. The second free throw is missed badly. I didn't even think yeah, it hit the rim. I don't the rim either. But, uh, no call from the officials, so rebounds collected by Jenny. And she'll bring it across half court. 15-20 to go first half. Edgerton still looking for their first 
basket of the night. Shaw's going to have a baseline. Kicks back out Charlotte. Left wing threes on the way. It's going to be a little too strong. No good. Rebounded by Miller for Edgewood. Edgerton's getting some good looks. Just can't put him in. As Edgewood comes back the other way. Shots up for Miller. No good. Offensive rebound. Yeah, there it is again. Schmotzer with another offensive rebound. got to get a body on her. She's just too big. Another free throw. A couple of free throws coming from Schmotzer. She missed the... Yeah, I mean, and the first two weren't close, so maybe this is a sign that if it's late in the game and it's close and Edgerton's forced to foul, maybe Schmatzer's the one you go after, and we'll see what she does with these two free throws. First free throw's up and good. And she's one for three. So. 53% free throw yeah, shooter on so the year. So. I would expect this one to go off to the right, and Edgerton gets the rebound, and again, it'd be a one-possession game. Doing your best, Tony Romo, trying to predict yes. the future here. That one going to be good. Yeah, well. Reverse psychology didn't work. Have you lost your fastball like Tony I did, Romo yes. a little bit? All a little right. bit. <laughs> so it's a 4-0 lead for Edgewood here. Edgerton still looking for their first point. Yeah, they need a hoop. They coming. need a basket, whether it's a three or just something down low. But they've got to be able to break this pressure. There it is. Now they got to see. The thing is there, once you break that press, you got you got an advantage. you got to go after it. Nice pass from Jenny to Charlotte. Threes down and out. No good. Langer, offensive rebound. No foul call. A lot of contact. She missed it. And back the other way comes Edgewood. There's a lot of contact on Langer there. Yeah, there was, and I think Chris is telling that umpire, the umpire, the referee right now, is we got to get a call there. Schmonzer's gotten a couple of those calls down here, and he thinks Edgerton should be getting the same treatment down the other way. Fernandez spins right into the paint, picks up her dribble, kicks into the corner, three's on the way. It's going to be rattled around and good. Hit just about every part of the rim, and Shower puts in the three. It's a 7-0 lead here for Edgewood. Yep, just be patient. A lot of time, a lot of game. Just got to get the nerves out and get a basket. Just get yourself on the board. You'll calm down eventually. Jenny has it up near half court. Gets it across to Redmond. Trying to get it to Charlotte, but it's tipped away. Bodies on the floor. Eventually Shaw comes away with it. She was trying to find Langer, I think, on a cut. A little too much there. Yep. It's going to be a turnover. And again, Chris is telling him, just slow down, ladies. You don't need to. There's no need to rush. You rush, you're going to play right into the hands of Edgewood, and there's no reason to do that. Just come down, set up the offense. Keep cutting, keep flashing to the basket, and the shots will come. 13.55 to go, first half, 7-0 lead for Edgewood. Almost five minutes into this game, and Edgerton yet to get on the scoreboard. They've had some looks, just haven't found the bottom of the rim. Shot's going to be up. No good, blocked by Langer. Yep. Good defense That's good there. defense there. She brings down the board and gets it to Jenny, and when you miss a shot, you don't let them get into that press. See if Edgerton can... Well, and again, there's the thing to do is they flash shot of the high post and then let her come back down and that should open things up. Charlau shot fake, drive, floater is up and good there's the first basket of the night, Jillian Charlau yep hopefully that loosens up the Crimson Tide a bit, 7-2 lead for Edgewood, 13 minutes to go first half Fernandez going to have it on the right wing for and the again, Crusaders. For Edgerton, Sean you got to make Schmatzer work on the defensive end you know, and get her tired out and otherwise she's just going to stand down there and there's another air ball, but unfortunately Edgewood gets the rebound, but there's a steal from Charlo. Yeah, Charlo is able to steal that one away. Back the other way comes Edgerton. They put together back-to-back -back baskets. Redmond's going to have it on the right wing. Gets a screen from Shaw on the left. Has it top of the key. She's going to have to back it out, reset, picks up her dribble. He's able to give it away to Jenny there. 12 and a half to go first half, 7-2 lead for Edgewood. D3 sectional semifinal. Two teams that were ranked in the top 10 for the state for the majority of the season. Just one loss on the year for Edgerton against Kettle Moraine back in December. 
Jenny's going to have it right wing. Tries to kick it to Sharwell, and she's going to turn that one over. Back the other way comes Edgewood. Shower in transition. Shots up. She's blocked, and a foul will be called. A little too much body, I think, yeah. for Marty Redman. The Edgerton girls a little gassed, too. You know, we've been going strong for six minutes, so, you know, might be a good chance here. Uh, well, she's at the free throw line, so they get a break, but I just say it. Might have been a good chance there for Chris Jenny to get a timeout and just get these girls a little bit of rest. He's got three subs ready to check in, and they'll check in after this first free throw. Schauer's going to take a free throw. That's going to be no good. She's going to miss the first three subs coming in for Edgerton. Brenna Calmer will check in. Angela McKenzie Bowen. And Julia Schlag. Yeah, and Schlag's the one that had the hot hand on Saturday, so hopefully that happens again as she hit, I think it was three threes on Saturday to really give them a good spark. Take a free throws on the way and good. Splits the pair to Shower. That's an 8-2 lead with 12 minutes to go in the first half for Edgewood. Jenny has it. Able to get it up. Cross half court. Now as we poked away, almost stolen away. This press is given Edgerton. Well, you gotta, early. you got to stay spread out, Sean. You can't dribble into the person you want to pass it to. That just allows the other defenders to come over and trap. So... Edgerton's did a nice job. They just got to stay spaced out. Just under 12 to go. It's an 8 2 lead for Edgewood. Jenny will drive right wing. Now has it left elbow. Kicks to Bowen in the corner. Thought about the three. Shot fake. Now finds Palmer underneath. Foul's going to foul. be called there. That's going to be Miller. A little too aggressive. Yep. Is the freshman for Edgewood. That'll be just the first team foul. I was going to say, a sigh of relief from the Edgerton faithful as they're like, okay, they finally filed a call to foul on Edgewood. Anna Miller, a freshman, the leading scorer for Edgewood, up over almost 14 points a game. Jenny gets it into Sean to paint, deep position, spin shots up and good. Yeah, good Hit her work early and was rewarded Yeah, and that's for what it. they got to keep doing. You know, go right after. You know, especially, you know, now that Schmatzer's out of the game. I mean, I'd go right back to Shaw every time down the court, at least get her some touches. Edgewood swinging around. Shower's going to have a left wing. Good defense there from Bowen. Now kicked into the corner. Back to Fernandez. Left wing. Swinging around top of the key. Gets it to Shower. Shower drives left elbow into the paint. Shots up and no good. That's a tough shot. And again, good defense by Edgerton. Schlag with the rebound. Back the other way come the Crimson Tide. 11 minutes to go. First half. 8-4 lead for Edgewood. It's been a tight one early. That's going to be a foul call. A little too much contact there from Shower and Sounded like maybe some floor burn there yeah, for Claudia think, uh, Jenny. Claudia's going to feel that tomorrow. <laughs> She's going to get a quick break here. A couple of subs come back in for Edgerton. Yeah, we'll see who takes over now at point guard, I would imagine. Charlotte will check back in, as will Langer. I would imagine Slag will take over at the point guard spot. Inbounded to Langer. She drives in, kicks opposite corner to Schlag. She drives, kicks out. Charlotte now kicked into the corner. Bowen, shot fake drive. Tried to dump it off. Yeah, right idea. Just got to be quicker with a pass. And that one's stolen away. Back the other way comes Edgewood. Top of the key. Shower. Now hands off. Thompson. Back to Shower. She drives right. Shot fake. Floaters up. Good. Yeah. That's a nice move there from Aaron. Shower. Got in too deep and then just made a nice move and there was nothing the Edgerton defender could do. She just went up with the left hand and Pretty easy basket there. Trap coming here. It's giving Edgerton some fits, and yeah, Jenny's going to take timeout. a wise timeout, I think, there. Yeah, that's a good call. 10-17 to go first half. 10-4 lead for Madison Edgewood. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You are listening to High School Basketball at 105.9 The Hog and online at 105.9thehog.com. 
More than just hardware, at Deegan's Hardware and Rental in Edgerton. Deegan's now carries great dog food, like American Natural Premium, and from family dog food that's 100% Wisconsin-made, and carry stuff for the birds. Get your wild bird seed at Deegan's. Looks like spring is coming early. Time to get ready to smoke some meat. Get a great deal on a Camp Chef smoker. Don't forget Deegan's Hardware rents and repairs almost everything. Everyone at Deegan's Hardware wishes the Edgerton girls basketball team good luck. This is the Big Radio Sports Network. Out of the 30-second timeout, 10-4 lead for Edgewood over Edgerton in this D3 sectional semifinal. Yeah, and I think Chris Gianni took that time out there just to get his daughter back in the game. They needed somebody to handle the ball. She's going to have it top of the key. They're able to get through the press there pretty nicely. So composed for just a freshman, Claudia Jenny. She runs that to offense to perfection. Langer's going to drive in. Got deep but couldn't make the down low basket. Now bodies on the floor and coming away with it's going to be Thompson for Edgewood. A couple errant passes the last time down for the Crimson Tide. Shots off from Fernandez and she puts it up and in. It's a 12-4 lead. Yeah, that's too easy there. Somebody's got to cut her off. And Edgerton kind of flirting with that danger zone yeah, right now. Charlau has yeah, it. She's going to have it stolen away. It's good defense from Edgewood. Just Pulling that one away, we're going to have a whistle blew. I think Calmer might have got hit in the face and yeah, she's bleeding she's or something. Some bleed on her lip. Edgewood coach, faithful, want uh, an explanation as to why it was stopped. But if a player is bleeding, they yeah, got to... You can't have blood on the court. You're going to have to take a time anyway to take the blood off the court. So get her out of there and get her the attention she needs. It doesn't. You still have the ball. Top of the key, Fernandez has it. Almost nine minutes to go. First half, 12-4 lead for Edgewood. Drive, a little bit of an elbow is going to be called. Too much contact. And that's going to go on Redmond. Redmond there. Just a little late to the spot, Sean. We're almost halfway through this first half period. An Edgerton offense that was potent in those yeah. two regional well, games, just four points. You know, he... Coach Jenny talked about it. It's that pressure of Edgewood, and we've seen it. I mean, that's, I don't know how many turnovers that is now for Edgerton, but they got to be flirting at about seven or eight. They got seven. You yeah. hit it on the head there. and I mean, that's too many. You know, you just can't have that. That's why they only have four points. And we get it underneath the Miller. The up and under moves good from the freshman Anna Miller, and we now got a 10-point lead here for Edgewood, 14-4. to four. Again, you know, there's nine minutes left in the half. Just... You're not going to get it back in one possession. Just work the ball into the half court and do what you got. There's an over and back that they didn't call. I don't know if they didn't oh, think there's she was a break. all the way over. Yeah, they caught a break there. Yeah, they did. You and I got the best view in the house. <laughs> we could too. tell that was over and back. Jenny's going to take a three. She leaves it short and back the other way. Miller with the rebound. She's trying to go coast to coast. Dumps it off right side. Back out. And offense will reset for Edgewood. It's going to be Ganiewicz now underneath. Little left-handed hook shots up and good from Schmatzer. There's no answers right now for Edgewood no, they don't. from Edgerton. And again, it's it's a struggle right now on both ends of the court for the Crimson Tide. They don't have any answers for uh, for the size of Edgewood, and then offensively, they just can't get anything inside, and it's it's caused a bunch of turnovers. Redmond has it, kicks out to Jenny in the corner, thought about the three, and settled back it out. Offense will reset. Eight minutes to go, first half, 16-4 lead. And Edgerton cannot give up on the post game, uh, Sean. They got to keep going under there because the three-point shot right now is just not falling for them. And 
Trample's coming. Jenny throws it off an Edgewood defender and out of bounds. It'll be Edgerton basketball. They'll inbound in the far corner. Schlag's going to check back in for Edgerton. 7.59 to go first half. 16-4 lead for Edgewood. Edgerton had some good looks early, just didn't get him to fall. Just too many turnovers against a really good Edgewood team that despite being the two seed in this bracket, actually the final week of the season was a third-ranked team in D3. So Jenny's going to drive free throw line, gets stopped, kind of tries to back her way down, now kicks to the top of the key schlag. She'll drive right. Gets it off to Redmond, now has it right elbow. Nice little crossover there. She'll drive in. Shots up, no con or no call on the contact. And yeah, that's that's going to be a turnover. That's the size of Schmatzer again, just getting her body in front and... Shots up from Miller, and it's good. Boy, this freshman has been impressive so far. Six points, two rebounds. And Chris Jenny's going to take a full one here. 18-4 lead for Edgewood. Things starting to get away from Edgerton. 7.21 to go. First half. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to High School Hoops on 105.9 The Hog and online at 105.9thehog.com. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's too often. If you get in a little fender bender or a major collision, you should think about who will help you if it does happen. Leading insurance companies recommend Orens Auto Body for your minor fixes and major repairs. Orens will handle the paperwork too, making your life a little less stressful. Orens Auto Body in Car Wash, North Swift Street in Edgerton. Orens wishes the Crimson Tide good luck in the playoffs. When the products are similar, it's the dealer that makes the difference. Hi, Brian Bowditch for Burton's Chevrolet Orfordville and Burton's Chevrolet Buick GMC of Whitewater. Winter can certainly be hard on vehicles, so our service team is ready to take care of you and your ride. And if it's time to find something new for you, we've got you covered. With a fantastic selection of new, used, and certified cars, trucks, and SUVs. Burton's Chevrolet of Orfordville, Burton's Chevrolet Buick GMC of Whitewater. Shop driveburtness.com. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. This is the Big Radio Sports Network. Sean Maloney, John Barry here at Stoughton High School. Decided as D3 sectional semifinal between Madison Edgewood and Edgerton. Right now it's been all Crusaders, 18-4 lead over Edgerton. Jenny almost gets trapped in the corner. She's able to get by her defender, drives baseline, kicks into the opposite corner to Langer. Now Jenny gets it back in the corner. She'll take a three. That's going to be short. No good. They're getting some good looks. Just can't get him to go. And again, you got to get back or this happens. Back of the way comes Shower. And shots up and good. Got to get back on defense. 20-4 to four lead now for Edgewood. Well, and again, Sean, you and I talked about this on Friday and Saturday is the fact that what could come back to haunt this Edgerton team, which is very good, is the fact that the Rock Valley Conference, they just didn't get a lot of competition. And they certainly didn't see a team like Edgewood, that's for sure. And, you know, when you beat everybody by 20, 25 points, you're really not gaining much, especially when it comes to the tournament. Redmond's going to take a deep three. It's going to bounce high. Won't drop four. Rebounds brought in by Schmatzer. Haven't found themselves in many situations like this. I think their largest deficit at one point was, what, 10 points? Drive, yeah, shots, they, and fouls called against... They battled, they battled back from 10 down at half against Lake Mills, a good Lake Mills team that's also playing tonight to beat them on the road. But again, uh, they haven't seen this kind of deficit except for Kettle Moraine, and a lot of that came late when Kettle Moraine was pulling away. But, you know, it's a tough hill to battle, uphill battle for them. But the one thing is, is we're still in the first half. You know, there's six minutes left. Try to cut into this, get it to a six or seven point game at halftime, and then go from there. 
Back the other way comes Jenny. She's going to lose that out of bounds. Going to be last touched by Edgewood. So it'll stay Edgerton basketball. Trying to get an update here on that other side of the sectional between Lake Mills and Wilpon. Looks like a 19-5 lead right now for Lake Mills. Oh, okay. Jenny drives into the free throw line, kicks to Charlau. Now to Shaw in the corner, under six minutes to go. First half, just four points on the board for Edgerton. Kicked into the corner. Thought about the three of the pass, a little too hot to handle. Looks like it's going to be last touched by Edgewood. I think Edgerton might have And again, it's a right idea, but sometimes you got to pump fake that because right now, every pass that Edgerton's trying to make down low is telegraphed, Sean. Edgewood knows it's coming, and they've got to do something to. Uh, Try to find a little gap in that defense because right now that defense is just shutting them down. Ty Fernandez going to check in for Edgewood. Barely getting away with a f away from a five-second call there. Langer is going to drive in. Little shots up good and one. Maybe there's a spark for Edgerton. Gracie Langer takes the foul, makes the basket. She'll head to the free throw line for a three-point play opportunity. I think that's going to go on Schmatzer. So if they could get her in, in foul trouble, that would certainly help. Only her first, but again, you go right after her. Team fourth, each team with four team fouls. Free throws on the way from Langer. It's going to be bouncing high and dropping four. So good bounce. Twenty to seven lead now for Edgewood. See if Edgerton can string a little run together here. Top of the key, Miller swings it around right side. Fernandez, top of the key, Shower. Now underneath Schmatzer. Now back to the top of the key. Shower, left wing three, gets left open. Three's up, too strong, no good. Charlau. Great job of boxing out there. Great job by Edgerton. Just what Coach Jenny was talking about. Get a body on somebody, and that long rebound went right in the hands of the Edgerton player. Jenny has it on the right wing. She'll try driving baseline, gets cut off. Now has it at the free throw line, kicks to Bowen. Gets it back to Jenny, now to Charlau in the corner, now underneath Langer. Loses it, bodies on the floor, it's going to be out of bounds. I think last touch by Edgewood, so it'll stay Edgerton basketball. And you know the thing is, Sean, if you get knocked down, I'm talking about Edgerton, if they get knocked down a couple of threes, it would cause that defense to come out a little bit, and that opens things up inside, but they just haven't been able to knock down a three, so Edgewood's just packing in on the inside and daring him to shoot from the outside. You had to make a three, R. Edgerton. Meanwhile, in those pass there from Mickey Shaw, a little behind Charlotte on the cut, so it'll be a yeah. turnover. And again, it's just a... a a poor pass. I mean, it's just, you can't have that. The ninth turnover for Edgerton in his first half under five minutes to go. 20-7 lead for Edgewood. Kick to Thompson in the corner. Now to Miller. Top of the key, Fernandez. Underneath, shots up from Schmatzer. She botched the easy look, and Langer comes down to the rebound. A break there for Edgerton. That is a break. Now you got to take advantage of it. And again, somebody just find an opening on the three-point line and, and make a shot, and then it's a 10-point game, and then, like I say, that might soften up the defense a little bit. Charlotte will kick to Bowen. Now trying to get underneath the Langer, but she's cut off by Thompson. They'll swing it around Edgerton. 4.20 to go first half. Shaw, right block. Spins right. Little hook shots up. Left it too strong. Not tries a good look. Yeah, tries to track down her miss and can't. Thompson comes down with a rebound. Another good look, Sean. They just cannot finish. They've had good looks. A shower drives, tries to kick to Miller, stolen away by Charlau. Just hold up, hold up. There you go. Gets it up to Jenny. Twenty to seven lead. Edgewood's been stuck on twenty for a little they bit have. here. Yeah, like I say, if you're if you're Edgerton, Sean, just take it one possession at a time. You know, you've played well defensively. You've only given up twenty points. That's not bad. 
You just got to get your offense on track. See if they can find a look here. It's going to be a travel there. I think Miller tried to go for the steal, and it kind of threw Bowen off a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I think she got her hand on the ball partially, and when she did that, there was a travel. So, so it'll be Edgewood basketball. Calmer will check in for Edgerton. Looks like she's got some. Looks like she's got some gauze in that nose there to stop whatever bleeding she had earlier. Fernandez across half court for Edgewood. 3.25 to go first half. It's a 20-7 lead for the Crusaders. Miller, deep three from the left wing. It's going to be a little too strong. Good it's job by Redmond, boxing out. And Redmond able to track down the rebound. And he's going to be tipped out of bounds on the press there. Last touched by Edgewood. Stay Edgerton basketball. And, and like you said, Sean, I mean, Edgewood's been in the scoring funk the last four or five minutes, but Edgerton just cannot take advantage. And it starts with the turnovers. Just too many of them against a team the caliber of Edgewood. Jenny's trying to get it across half court. She does. Gets it to Redmond. Top of the key. She'll take a three. That's going to be up. Too strong. No good. Good luck. Schlag's able another to bring down look. the rebound. She has it poked away, though. That's going to be a turnover for Edgerton. Another one. Back the other way comes Edgewood. Offensive rebound on the miss. Kick to Thompson. Shots up and good. Second chance opportunity courtesy of Ganiewicz. Twenty-two to seven lead, fifteen-point deficit for Edgerton. Jenny trying to get it up to Calmer, just trying to do a little too much. It's going to be another turnover for Edgerton. A couple of subs coming in for the Crimson Tide. Shaw's going to check back in. That's now twelve turnovers. And it's just—it's just some bad passing. I mean, it's just passes that are forced that don't need to be. Again, Edgerton plays its best. We're in the half-court set, running their offense and. If you can't get the ball past half court, and when you do, you turn the ball over, you're not going to have much success. Schmonzer checks back in for Edgewood. Just two turnovers for Edgewood in the first half compared to those 12 for Edgerton. Fernandez will cross half courts. Finds Miller. Approaching the two-minute mark of the first half. 15-point lead for Edgewood in this D3 sectional semifinal. Winner takes down the winner of Lake Mills and Wilpon. Schmonzer kicks opposite side. Little mid-range jumper is going to be up and good. Ganiewicz on the two, a little pump fake and drive. I say, you don't see a lot of mid-range jumpers at this level, but... Uh, Bit of a lost arts. Redmond gets it up to Charlau. Now to Jenny. Able to get through that press. Final minute, 40 of the yeah, half. and you're down 17. You just, you've got to cut into this somehow. 24-7 lead. That's going to be another turnover there. Jenny trying yeah. to find into the opposite corner and just... Yeah, it's been a struggle this half for Claudia. There's no question about it. You know, and, and she's a freshman. She's going to have some growing pains, but right now it's just a matter of she's rushing things. Instead of just being patient and setting up that half court, uh, she's trying to rush things and get everything back in one possession, and it's just not going to happen. Played so well in that regional final, 13 points. Just seven points on the board for Edgerton. 1.20 to go, first half, 24-7 lead for Edgewood. Schmonzer has it, free throw line, kicks to Shower in the corner. Schmonzer gets it back on the block, kicks opposite corner, Fernandez. Good ball movement for Edgewood. Little fadeaway jumper is up and rattles off the rim, no good. It's going to be off the leg of Edgerton. 
Yep. And it'll be Edgewood basketball. Just can't catch a break in the Crimson Tide. Well, and I think, Sean, if you would have told Coach Jenny, hey, Edgerton, Edgewood's going to have 24 points with a minute left in the half, he'd have signed up for that. But unfortunately, his team's only got seven. That he wouldn't have signed up for. I don't think so. 105 to go. Schmatzer has it. Now kick back Fernandez. Corner threes up. No good. Offensive rebound. Second chance opportunity. Ganiewicz with the offensive rebound and the putback. 26-7 lead now for Edgewood. Final minute of the first half. It's been all Crusaders. Yes, it has, unfortunately. It's too bad. Jenny's going to try to get it across half court. She finally does. And close to an eight-second call a couple of times. Redmond has it. Now kicks to Sean out underneath Calmer. Shots up, and she's fouled, and she'll head to the free throw line. Great movement there. That's what they need to do. Keep working that inside. And at least they'll go to the line and shoot a couple here. But, boy, it seems like they've been stuck on seven for a while now. Sure have. Brenna Calmer is going to shoot a pair. First free throw on the way, no good. Palmer is going to try to split the pair here. Second free throw is on the way. That one's too strong, too. So an 0 for trip there. And Edgerton, first half, you kind of want to forget. Final 30 seconds. 26-7 lead for Edgewood. And I'm not really sure what you can say at halftime just because, you know, the one thing that you talked about, handling their pressure, you haven't been able to do. There's not like you can go and practice at halftime and say, <laughs> okay, here's what we're going to try to do the second half or here's what we need to do. No, you just got to come out and execute. And, again, I think a lot of it is just slowing down the pace. I think Ed Edgewood wants to force you to rush your game, and it's worked. Langer will check in for Edgerton. A little too aggressive is Jenny, so she's going to commit the foul. That'll be the fifth team foul. That's her second, but still, it's only the fifth foul. So, no, we're not going to see bonus this half, but that's only her first, so she's in good shape. 26-7 lead for Edgewood. I'm sure the Crusaders would love to hold for the final shot here. 15 seconds to go in the first half. Miller has it across half court. Covered by Jenny, man-to-man -man defense for Edgerton. Freshman on freshman. Yeah, seven on the clock. Now five, Miller drives right into the paint. Little Euro step, shots up, left it short. Schmatzer, offensive rebound, can't convert. And it's going to be out of bounds, and that's how the half will end. A couple of good looks for Edgewood, but it's been all Crusaders in the first half. 26-7 to lead. We'll be back to break down the first half with the Cafe on Main halftime show after this. You're listening to Edgerton Basketball, 105.9 The Hog, and online at 1059thehog.com. Neighbors alert. After the recent tornado, your safety is their priority. At Graham's Insurance, they are your local insurance specialist, ready to guide you through the aftermath. Safeguard what matters most, your home, business, and loved ones. Let's tailor your coverage together for a stronger rebuild. Call Graham's Insurance in Evansville and Edgerton today at 608-884-3304. Good luck to the local girls' teams in the playoffs. Trust Graham's Insurance for a secure tomorrow. Doctors Pridgick, Kane, Kassam, Green, and the entire staff at Blackbridge Family Dental in Janesville, formerly Robinson and Pridgick Family Dental, wish sincere good luck to the high school student-athletes during the WIAA tournament run. Janesville basketball has a history of championship teams, and Blackbridge Family Dental has their own championship team that's committed to quality, affordable family dentistry. New name, same amazing team. Robinson and Pridgick is now Blackbridge Family Dental at the corner of Randall Avenue and Blackbridge Road, Janesville. 
Bank of Edgerton, a branch of the Bank of Milton, is a locally owned independent hometown bank serving our customers and the communities around us. Hi, this is Bob Cullen, Vice President. We're big enough to serve all your banking needs, but small enough to know you by name. We emphasize strong banking relationships and demonstrate a high level of community involvement. Good luck to the Crimson Tide from our team at the Bank of Edgerton, member FDIC. I'm sure you've seen ads from some big city law firms. So why is the local Steve Kaya team your best choice? Hi, this is Emily Dykstra, part of Steve Kaya's personal injury team at Nowlin Law. We obtain the best possible results for you, and we give back to the community, donating thousands to local organizations each year, something out-of-town firms do not do. When you hire Steve Kaya and his personal injury team, it's a win for you and the community. Schedule your free consultation at InjuryLawyerWI.com. That's InjuryLawyerWI.com. Those W and S words will be gone, and spring will be here in full force. Time to get ready to mow, and time to get a new Husqvarna zero-turn mower or tractor from Burns Full Service in Edgerton. Now, get a great deal with 20% off qualifying equipment. That's up to 3000 off for a limited time from your local Husqvarna dealer, Burns Full Service, getting you the legendary Husqvarna performance with their zero-turn mowers and tractors. Service so important, they put it in their name. Burns Full Service, Main Street, Edgerton. Hesser Toyota is Rock County's pre-owned supercenter. Buy with confidence knowing you'll get the best trade-in value. At Hesser Toyota, all pre-owned vehicles come with a free Carfax and are priced to move. Fresh local pre-owned inventory, all makes and models. Now's the time to buy. Head to Hesser Toyota on Highway 14 next to Target or browse the lot online at HesserToyota.com. No games, no gimmicks, no kidding. Nestled in the rolling hills of Edgerton is a well-manicured 18-hole championship golf course. Discover today, Town Country Club, the home course of Steve Stricker, is in Edgerton. A fun course for all golfers. Town Country also offers great food with outstanding burgers and daily specials. We are also a great place for your next party with our newly remodeled banquet room. Come experience wonderful golf and great food at the Treasure of Edgerton, Town Country Club. Great golf is waiting for you. More than just hardware at Deegan's Hardware and Rental in Edgerton. Deegan's now carries great dog food like American Natural Premium and from family dog food that's 100% Wisconsin made and carries stuff for the birds. Get your wild bird seed at Deegan's. Looks like spring is coming early. Time to get ready to smoke some meat. Get a great deal on a Camp Chef smoker. Don't forget Deegan's Hardware rents and repairs almost everything. Everyone at Deegan's Hardware wishes the Edgerton girls basketball team good luck. This is the Big Radio Sports Network. Time now for the Cafe on May and Halftime Show. A favorite in Edgerton, the place to start your day. Fresh squeezed orange juice and a fresh ground coffee daily. The Cafe on Main. Sean Maloney, John Barry here at Stoughton High School, the site of this D3 sectional semifinal between the Edgerton Crimson Tide and the Crusaders of Madison Edgewood and Barrett. Did not expect this in the first half. I think coming to this game, we, we knew Edger, or Edgewood was a very good team, but based on what we saw in a couple of regional games, we thought, you know, Edgerton was going to, you know, not be afraid of the moment. It seems like at times that press has just kind of gotten to him a little bit, and it's just made things really, really tough for him, trailing 26-7 here at halftime. Yeah, I agree, and I think it goes back, I hate to say this, but I think it goes back to the fact that not really being tested 
you know, the entire season in the Rock Valley Conference, it doesn't prepare you for things like this. They just didn't see anybody of the quality of Edgewood except for, you know, the two games that they did play non-conference. One against Kettle Moraine, they lost by 20. And then uh, the other game to Lake Mills where they were able to get go on the road and get a win. But really, you got to prepare for the tournament by playing good competition. And they just didn't see it. And, you know, you come in tonight, sometimes you got to be careful what you wish for, you know. And I know this was one that they penciled and said, boy, we'd like a crack at Edgewood, you know. And here we are. They got their crack. And thus far, it's 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 a big hole they're going to have to climb out of the second half. And you look up, you only got seven points at halftime, and you think to yourself, wow, what uh, – what can we do? And, and I'm not sure there's an answer. I, I just think it's such a deep hole in an Edgewood team that is so, you know, good on both ends of the court that, boy, I, I'm not sure the Tide can come back from this. I hope I'm wrong. And, and 26-7 lead here for Edgewood. Edgerton did have some looks early from three that they just didn't get to drop. And you wonder, maybe if those first two threes go in, you get the momentum a little bit, maybe this looks totally different. But when the easy looks aren't going in, then it makes everything a little bit harder. And I know you're keeping book. I don't think Edgerton had a three the first half. Did they, they didn't. They didn't no. make a See, three the first half. That hurts you because, again, that just allows Edgewood to pack everything down low and uh, usually where, you know, Edgerton can make hay and, and get some easy looks, and especially with Shaw, and they just haven't been able to do that because Edgewood's saying, look, go ahead and shoot from the outside. Until you start making a couple, we're not going to do anything differently, and they shouldn't have to. So I would expect Edgerton, you know, you got nothing to lose. You're down 19. You know, come back and try to pick away every four minutes or so, try to take three or four points off, and then get down to a five-minute mark where it's, you know, a manageable deficit. And they're going to have to make some threes. There's no question, John. They're not going to be able to come back just getting points in the interior. Yeah, they're going to have to start uh, hitting some shots from outside, trailing 26-7 to here at halftime. Looking at some of your statistical leaders for Edgewood, Aaron Schauer leads the way with 10 points and a rebound. Anna Miller, the freshman, six points, two rebounds. Zana Grinovich with four points. Taya Fernandez, Beanie Thompson, and Marin Schmatzer all with two points apiece for Edgewood. Edgewood in that first half, just two turnovers. Doing a good job of taking care of the ball. Meanwhile, for Edgerton, you only have seven points on the board. Not a whole lot to look at here so far, but leading the way in the first half for the Edgerton Crimson Tide going to be Gracie Langer. She's got three points, two rebounds. Jillian Charlau and Nikki Shaw each with two points with the big stat that stands out, 13 turnovers in the first half for Edgerton compared to just yeah, two I, I, for the Edgerton. The turnovers and the fact that they don't have a made three. I mean, that's the difference in the game right there. And You know, Chris Jenny told you on your pregame show and he told me on the phone today that, you know what, the two things we've got to do is we've got to handle their pressure. They haven't been able to do that for the most part. And B, we got a rebound, and they're getting beat on the glass right now. This has been the Cafe on Main Halftime Show, a favorite in Edgerton, the place to start your day. Fresh squeezed orange juice and fresh ground coffee daily, Cafe on Main. We'll be back with second half action after this. You're listening to Edgerton High School Basketball on 105.9 The Hog and online at 105.9thehog.com. A favorite in Edgerton, the place to start your day is Cafe on Main. With fresh squeezed orange juice and fresh ground coffee daily, Cafe on Main offers different breakfast and lunch specials every day. Like the delicious Sunday prime rib and eggs, try six different types of Eggs Benedict, their original recipe buttermilk pancakes, Belgian waffles, French toast, crepes, omelets, skillets, and more. For lunch, try the rotisserie Euro sandwich, burgers, paninis, wraps, and more. Everyone at Cafe on Main wishes the Crimson Tide girls good luck. Great pizza and great pub food at Two Brothers and the Red Baron in Edgerton. It's warming up. Have a drink or some excellent food on the outdoor patio with a Red Baron pizza that is fresh and made from scratch. 
voted best pizza in the Kosh. Two Brothers offers pub dining at its best with only the finest and fresh ingredients. Get to Two Brothers and the Red Baron in Edgerton today. And good luck to the Crimson Tide girls from everyone at Two Brothers and the Red Baron. Doctors Pridgick, Kane, Kassam, Green, and the entire staff at Blackbridge Family Dental in Janesville, formerly Robinson and Pridgick Family Dental, wish sincere good luck to the high school student-athletes during the WIAA tournament run. Janesville basketball has a history of championship teams, and Blackbridge Family Dental has their own championship team that's committed to quality, affordable family dentistry. New name, same amazing team. Robinson and Pridgick is now Blackbridge Family Dental at the corner of Randall Avenue and Blackbridge Road, Janesville. This is the Big Radio Sports Network. Getting ready to start the second half here. Madison Edgewood leads 26-7 over Edgerton. Sean Maloney, John Barry here at Stoughton High School. The site of this D3 sectional semifinal action. See if I can get an update on that Wapon Lake Mills matchup when we last checked in. Uh, the Elcats up 19-15 over Wapon. Edgerton, though, going to start the second half here with the ball. So see if they can... Start on a positive note here. Redmond has it, top of the key, now hands off Jenny. And again, a little behind the back. Foul is going to be called. There's an early foul. That's going to be Crusaders on. still in that 1-2-2 zone, and how effective it was the first half, and no reason to switch anything up for them. 14-20 to go in the second half, it looks like, between Lake Mills and Wapan. Lake Mills at the free throw line with a 24-23 lead over Wapan. So, good game over there. Jenny's going to hand off Redmond. Gets cut off at the free throw line. Jenny has it on the wing. Swings around Charlau. Trying to get it to Langer underneath. They get it to her in the block. Kick back out to Charlau. She'll shot fake drive. Little mid-range jumper is up. Left and short. No good. Another good look. Schmatzer comes down with a rebound for Edgewood. Fernandez. Oh, nice boy. crossover. Kicks into the corner. Now Miller on the left wing. I thought she could have just taken that all the way to the basket. It was a nice crossover from Fernandez, but she couldn't get it to go. And now they're going to swing it around, shower shot, fake drive, baseline. Shots up, no foul call. It's going to be out of bounds. Last touched, I think, by Edgerton. So it'll be Edgewood basketball still. About a minute into this second half, 26-7 lead for Edgewood. Man, it's not like Edgewood's been explosive offensively either. It's just no. their defense has been so good. Shower's going to have it on the free throw line on the inbound. Oh, shot, boy. Wild shot hits the top of the backboard. It's going to be rebounded there, and then a foul is going to be called on Fernandez. Well, that's two quick fouls for Edgewood just a minute into the second half. That'd be one way to come back. Well, this, to the free I, throw I line. think this is the third game in a row, Sean, now with Edgerton, where, you know, the first halves were pretty clean as far as fouls, and then they just started calling foul after foul the second half. Jenny's going to get it across half court. Breaks the press. Edgerton does a good job that time. Top of the key. Redmond shot fake. Little mid-range jumper. Another good look. Gets it to go. 26-9 now. Yeah, and lead. it feels like that's Edwards' first points in about an hour. <laughs> Has been a long time since the Crimson Tide got onto the scoreboard. Just one possession at a time. It's all you can do if you are Edgerton. Schmonzer has it on the block. Spins back baseline. Left-handed shots up and good. That's just a good move. You know, that if you're not used to guarding somebody that's left-handed, it's just a different matchup for you. She's got the size, left-handed, 6'2", left-handed. Used every bit of that to her advantage. This is going to be tipped. We're entering eight-second count. they going to finally get it across half-court, but it's stolen away by Fernandez. 
Now to Schmatzer underneath. Left-handed shots up. No good. Left it short. Offensive rebound. Shower and one. Too much size for Edgerton to handle. 30-9 lead now for Edgewood. And Shower is going to head to the free throw line for a three-point play opportunity. And you can sense the frustration on the faces of the Edgerton girls as they just realize that, you know what, we've, we've just been a step slow all night long. I mean, it's just a case of they just get beat to the spot every time, and it's too bad. Free throw's no good, and the pass a little too hot yeah. to handle, and it's an unforced turnover by Edgerton. Calmer's going to check in for Langer. Now, we said at halftime, too, Sean, is that Edgewood, you know, this is the first time we've seen them play, but you can tell their objective is to force you to play fast, and that's what they've done. And forced Edgerton into turnover after turnover. It was... Kind of, if you had to nitpick anything from those two regional final, those two regional games where they kind of dominated, it was yep. some bad turnovers and they got a little aggressive and committed some late fouls that let those games drag on a little bit and those turnovers have come back to haunt them. And we said it in both those regional games, Barry, you can get away with it against right. Platteville and, and Evansville, but you are not going to be able to get away with it against nope. whether it was Prairie Desheen or Edgewood. And it, they certainly have not been able to get away with it here tonight. It's going to be a shot out of bounds, last touched by Edgewood, so it'll be Edgerton basketball. I'll tell you what, Erin Schauer, I mean, she's not their leading scorer, but to me, she's about the athlete on the floor right now. I mean, she's able to get to the basket. She's quick. Yeah, coming in, Anna Miller led the way for Edgewood, a freshman average, almost 14 points a game. Another turnover there for Edgerton, that's Charlotte. And back the other way comes Miller. She can't get the two to go, but Schauer, offensive rebound, and a block, and then a foul is going to be called. She'll head to the free throw line for two. Got the offensive rebound. I was saying, Shower, now the leading scorer typically for Edgewood, but tonight she's got 12 points. She's been she's active. just all over the place. Yeah, yeah, she's been active. She's at the free throw line for two. She missed the last one, but she's nothing but net there. You know, and we're almost three minutes in the second half, and instead of Edgerton cutting into that lead, now they find themselves down 22. So yeah, it's, 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 it's grown. It's grown, yes. Like you said, you can see the frustration from some of the players. Haven't found themselves in this situation too no. many times. And just the one game kind of against Kettle Moraine. That was against a D1 powerhouse. Yeah, and defending two-time state champion. So, 15 minutes to go. Second half, 31-9 to nine is the lead for Edgewood. Nice screen there from Langer. There's another good screen. Jenny has it in the corner. And I think the length at the top of this defense has given Jenny some problems. She was able to kind of pick her spots in those two regional games. She's had a hard time getting anything yeah. going. And again, without a three tonight, that just kills them. Almost another turnover there. Bowen has it in the corner, finally gets it away to Jenny. She's going to take a deep three, top of the key, doesn't drop for her. Nope. Schmatzer comes out of the rebound, and then I think we're going to have a jump ball for her. So. That'll go back to Edgewood. Good effort there. But again, they just can't get a three to fall, Sean, and that... You know, and that's been a staple of your offense all season long, and then you get into the biggest game of the year, and you've gone, you know, 22 minutes without one, and that's a big deal. Not a single three tonight for the Crimson Tie. That's just going to be an errant pass there, a rare turnover for Edgewood. I believe that's just their third, maybe their fourth. Yeah, their fourth turnover tonight, so they have done a good well, job of keeping. She got taken out right away, so it didn't <laughs> sit well with the coach. Not a long leash for Coach Laura Stavnes. No, Coach Stavnes is uh-uh, not on my, not on my watch. Well, that's the other thing too about this team, and we heard it from Jenny in the pregame. They are deep too, yeah, kind of like are. Edgerton. So when they yep. press so much, they can just kind of hockey platoon sometimes yep. and just bring in fresh legs and just 
It's relentless, and it has caused all types of problems Especially for Especially when you tonight. don't have a big drop-off, Sean. That's the thing. Bowen's able to get away to Jenny. Left key extended. Gets the screen left side from Shaw. She'll instead go right. Kicks to Redmond in the corner. Shot fake drive baseline. Kicks to the corner. Bowen, shot fake. She'll drive. Now she'll kick into the corner to Jenny. Three's on the way. It's going to be short, no good. Offensive rebound. Second chance opportunity, no good from Redmond. She had a look, couldn't make it go. And we're going to have a turnover, and a shot's up and good from Langer. Good steal there to force the turnover. Give the Edgerton faithful something to cheer about, finally. 31-11 lead still for Edgewood, 13-40 to go second half. But you mentioned the substituting, Sean. That's a great point you made because not a big drop-off. And Edgerton's deep as well. They can play, you know, 9 or 10, but they give up some offensively with the second unit, and uh, Edgewood doesn't have that problem. That's going to be Zana Gudewitz on the turnover. She traveled. So it'll be Edgerton basketball. Gnewich with four points, three rebounds off the bench for the Crusaders. And again, just try to cut into this lead. You got 13 and a half minutes left and get it under 10 and then work from there. 31-11 currently. Turnover there for Edgerton. Back the other way comes Edgewood. Shaw couldn't hold on to the pass. Kick to the corner. Ganuich, three's on the way. A little too strong. No good. Shower offensive rebound for Edgewood. Now yeah, she's just been everywhere. Really has. Now underneath, Schmoltzer has it. Gets cut off nicely. She'll kick into the opposite corner. Three's on the way. No good. Langer comes down with a rebound for Edgerton. A lot of contact yeah, there. The foul is going to be yeah. called. That's a good call there. A little too much contact from Ganuich. Twelve fifty-six to go in the second half here. Winner of this one taking on the winner of Lake. So, Mills, what are your Angle thoughts on the, on the great court, Sean? Because I did a little background. You know what the great court stems from? Go for it. It's harking back to the days where kids growing up played on blacktop. All right. And that's supposed to be reminiscence of your childhood and playing on the blacktop courts. So I that's like why it. they have great courts. I like it. Uh, right. the, the Stoughton athletic director uh, said she, she was 50-50 on it. She said it looks nice, but scuff's easy. Okay. <laughs> so, that's going to be an air ball three there from Edgerton. But still making it hard, but nice hustle there from, I think, Charlotte there to chase down the rebound and throw it out of bounds off an Edgewood player. So Edgerton's going to hold on to yeah, it. And another missed there. three. They've got to be 0 for 10 or so from three. Now a 28-26 lead for Wapon over Lake Mills on the other side of the bracket. Nine minutes to go in the second half there. Top of the key, Charlotte has it. 12-20 to go, second half. 31-11 lead for Edgewood. Charlotte drives, shots up, foul is called, and she's going to head to the free throw line. Nice aggressive take there. Well, and like I said, Sean, there's 12 minutes left. You never know what could happen, but... If it is Edgewood that moves on, boy, just watching them thus far, I, I would like their chances on Saturday. Yeah, they are it's impressive. A good team. It's, it's a team that hasn't even played their best offensive game. No. It's just their defense has been They haven't so, had to. Yeah, the defense has been so dominant tonight. Charlau hits the first free throw as Calmer checks in for Edgerton. Sponsor will check out for Edgewood. Thompson will check in. Charlotte trying to go two for two at the line, and she does. 31-13 lead for Edgewood. About 12 minutes to go. First half, Sean Maloney, John Barry here at Stoughton High School. This 
D3 sectional semifinal. Yeah, Crimson Tide running out of time, Sean. You know, they they haven't cut the lead at all since half, so the next four minutes or so are crucial if you're Edgerton and you want to come back. Thompson underneath, shot's no good, rebounded by Langer. And, and again, they've got to get the lid off the basket on a three. It's just got to happen. Somebody's got to hit one. They go on a little bit of a run here, trailing by 18. See if you can go on a little 8-0 run here, cut it to 10, and make things a little more interesting. Flag has it, now kicks to Charlotte, top of the key, now underneath, Langer, back to Charlotte, top of the key, three's on the way. No good, another good look. Yep, just a good look. To go. just, they just can't buy one right now. I think Chris Jenny even clapped his hands here like, boy, we're getting good looks. They just, we can't make anything. Miller, top of the key, hands off. Ganewich out of Fernandez. Fernandez, Thompson underneath. She drops steps underneath, shots up, fouled. She's going to head to the free throw line for two. You know, Sean, and, they, and you talk about, you know, teams can live and die by the three. And if, if Edgewood, Edgerton does, in fact, lose this game, it's not going to be because of missed threes. But it certainly didn't help the cause. It just yeah. it never gave them any momentum to build off of because they never hit a big three. You can maybe make up for the turnovers a little bit if you're yep. hitting 50% of your threes. But they've just had a tough time tonight. Beanie Thompson, the freshman forward, hits the first free throw. As Claudia Jenny will check back in for Edgerton. As well, Mickey Shaw. Shaw just two points tonight. Tough for everybody offensively for Edgerton. Yeah, you know, and Edgewood's got, they'll have three of their five starters back next year as well. So, you know. They're not going anywhere, that's nope, for sure. They're not. Beanie Thompson misses the free throw. Langer comes down with the rebound for Edgerton. 32-13 lead. That one's going to be out of bounds. Last touch by Edgewood, so it'll stay Edgerton basketball. 11 minutes to go, second half. Crimson Tide just haven't been able to get any momentum. It feels like when they make a basket, they turn it over next possession, or Edgewood comes down and, and hits the basket. Shot, yep. and just not been able to string together. And we know that, you know, Edgerton's just a better shooting team than this, and there's another turnover on a forced pass. Yeah, Jenny with another turnover there. I think the length of this Edgewood team giving her some problems. Top of the key, Shower has it. She'll drive right, crosses over left, loses it. Good poke out there by Charlau. She gets it away underneath. We're going to have a tie-up, jump ball call, or a foul. That's going to be a jump ball, so it'll be Edgerton basketball. Good job there by the Crimson Tide to force the tie-up there. Yep, good effort there. Maya Tomlinson who got tied up. Should be Edgerton's ball. I think the Edgewood girls think it's a foul, but it's not. Foul, he called a jump ball, so. Unless these officials are going to change the call. Well, she's calling a timeout. I think they're going to say that Edgewood was able to get away with a timeout before the jump ball was called there. So 32-13 lead for Edgewood, 10.41 to go second half. We'll be back in 30 seconds here listening to High School Basketball on 105.9 The Hog and online at 105.9thehog.com. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's too often. If you get in a little fender bender or a major collision, you should think about who will help you if it does happen. Leading insurance companies recommend Orens Auto Body for your minor fixes and major repairs. Orens will handle the paperwork too, making your life a little less stressful. Orens Auto Body and Car Wash, North Swift Street in Edgerton. Orens wishes the Crimson Tide good luck in the playoffs. This is the Big Radio Sports Network. Give it Madison Edgewood the timeout. 32-13 lead for Edgewood, 10-41 to go second half. Sean Maloney, John Barry. Well, if that's our second jump ball to half, and Edgerton had the ball to have start the second half, shouldn't that be their I ball? I think they're Unless giving they Edgewood a timeout. A I think they're giving Edgewood a timeout before, before, the, the, jump, before okay. the jump ball was, okay. was that forced. Now it's, it's probably, I'm not sure I buy that, but <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> 
Top of the key, Edgewood has it. It's going to be Miller, the freshman. Averages almost 14 a game. She's got six tonight. Now underneath Shower. Finds herself deep in the paint. Tries oh to left hand hook shot. Good That's defense not a good there. Shot there. And Charlisle is able to come down with her. So, a bit of a wild shot there for Edgewood, but they're still ahead 19. 10 minutes to go, second half. Jenny gets a screen from Langer now. Shaw on the roll. Shots up good. So we're right back to where we started almost second half. So and the bad news for Edgerton is that almost time nine is, minutes have gone yeah, by. So time is clicking, ticking away. Approaching the nine and a half minute mark. 32-15. Over to the right side. Schmolzer has it. Now to the top of the key. Sweet around are the Crusaders. And they can be patient here. No rush here for Edgewood. Miller, top of the key, covered by Shaw. Finds Tomlinson right side. Now top of the key, Shower. Shower's leading the way for Edgewood tonight, 13 points. Schmolzer has it right wing, top of the key. Pass a little too hot to handle, but into the hands of Shower. Just right place, right time for Edgewood. Been that kind of night for Edgerton. Nine minutes to go, second half time. Or pardon me, a foul is going to be called there on Redmond. A little, maybe too aggressive too at aggressive, the top of the yep. key there. As Thompson and Fernandez get ready to check in for Edgewood. So Edgewood will inbound right in front of their bench. And you know, Sean, this is, this is probably the wrong time to say this or ask this, but I just would like to see... Edgewood's roster and see the hometowns of a lot of these girls because I can guarantee oh, yeah. you it's not Madison, you know. And, and again, that's hey, it's a private school; they have every right to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you would just like to see how far away some of these kids come to play. Threes down and out, no good. Offensive rebound. Guess who? Shower another offensive rebound, and then she's going to be fouled. So two offensive rebounds, and she can't get either to go, but she does draw a foul. That'll be the fifth foul on Edgerton. Four team fouls on Edgewood. 32-15 lead. Top of the key, Fernandez has it. Drives and spins right, hands off Thompson, right wing. She gets it back in the corner. Thought about a three instead. Yeah, very patient. patient right now. And I think they realize, hey, they got to come to us and foul us. We got a 17-point lead, so there's no sense of rushing anything offensively and defensively we've clamped them down all night so Fernandez right wing now to the top of the key Fernandez we're gonna have a offensive foul yeah. Miller kind of extended that yeah that's a good call there, there yeah, she did that's a good call forces the turnover and but they're able to take a couple minutes off the clock so you know I, I guess they gained something out of that Morris possession Davis probably not totally upset with that possession. I mean, you always like them to end in points, but you yep. take two minutes off the clock and we're under eight to go. And just not enough offense for Edgerton tonight. Shots blocked. Jenny tries the drive right at Schmotzer, and that is a mismatch there. Schmotzer yep. comes out with the block and the rebound. It's a tough night for Claudia Jenny. She had a good game in the regional final. I think she might have twisted her ankle. She is. Yep. She went down quick, and now she's saying she's fine, but she was definitely favoring that ankle. She can't put a ton of weight on it. I think she stepped wrong. 7.42 to go second half. She's going to check out. 
Julia Schlag will check in for her. See how long she's out for Fernandez. And over to the right side, Schmatzer. Top of the key, Thompson. Jenny mentioned the depth of this Edgewood team, but some of these bench players have been impressive to say the oh, least. Nice block play by there Redmond. by Redmond. Nice Schmatzer was going to have an easy yep, look there. Was. She comes away with a block. 7.22 to go, second half. You know, if you're, if you're listening and you're wondering, you know, we talked about the frustrations in the faces of the Edgerton players. That might be, but they're playing hard, Sean. It's yeah. not like the effort's not there. The effort's there. They're playing hard. It's just one of those nights where the ball just isn't going in the basket. Top of the key, Shower has it, swings it around left side. Now over to the right side, Miller. It's still patient for Edgewa. They're just going to wait until the best possible shot becomes available for him. Seven-minute mark, second half. It's been all Edgewood here tonight. They got out to an early lead. Haven't looked back. Big foul there, Charlotte. Oh, boy. We got a tie up there, and that was a loud smack there from Charlotte. But Everybody's she had to take right. the front Thank of goodness. it. Schmatzer. Charlotte's fourth. Team sixth. So, bonus coming up now for Edgewood to make things even tougher for Edgerton. Jenny's going to check back in, so... Ankle obviously was good to go. Charlotte will check out for a little bit here. 36-32 lead it looks like for Wapan over Lake Mills in that other sectional semifinal. Fernandez drives, kicks out to Miller. And I think at one point, Sean, Wapan was one in the state and Edgewood was three, so... Unfortunately for Edgerton, they got in the wrong sectional. Yeah, they sure did. It's nice pass. Yeah, nice pass for Fernandez. Under Schmatzer, but she can't get it to go. Chases down her miss, and then has it ripped away by Redmond. Good Schmatzer defense. Schmatzer could have 40 points if she'd have made half her bunny. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, had some good looks. Ten rebounds for her, though. Four points. Jenny into the corner. Out of Schlag, top of the key. The Crimson Tine going to swing it around. Six minutes to go, second half. And... Like it's going to be Edgewood as of now. It's just been all Crusaders, suffocating defense for them. Schlag has it in the corner, trying to find Langer underneath. A little too aggressive as Schmatzer, so the Pope's going to draw the foul there. That'll be the sixth team foul on Edgewood, so we'll have the bonus for the rest of the way, both teams. And it's just been so hard for Edgerton just to get even a shot off. That's how good this Edgewood defense has been. It's just suffocating. And then even when they've done the work offensively to find themselves a good look just haven't been able to find the bottom nope. of the net so pass into the paint there into triple coverage kind of a jump ball that's going to be Edgerton basketball Taya Fernandez forcing the tie up the two brothers in Red Bear and post game show coming up after this we'll break this one down have our player of the game 5.52 to go second half 32-15 lead for Edgewood and that one's going to be stolen away Fernandez looking like a free safety going up for the steal there Another turnover for Edgerton. Top of the key, Miller. Now 18 turnovers. I have them for the Crimson Tide. Fernandez, pass, fake into the corner, layup up and good. Oh, oh boy, Taya Fernandez. A little flare on that one. Back to a 19-point lead. Fortunately for Edgerton, she is a senior. We <laughs> can deal with her next year. <laughs> Only got four points, but she's done a good job of running that offense for Edgewood. 
Redmond drives Redmond in, shots up back good. with a great move herself. And Jenny's going to take a quick timeout here. 34-17 lead, 5.15 to go, second half, full timeout. We'll take it with them. You're listening to High School Basketball, 105.9 The Hog, and online at 105.9thehog.com. Great pizza and great pub food at Two Brothers and the Red Baron in Edgerton. It's warming up. Have a drink or some excellent food on the outdoor patio with a Red Baron pizza that is fresh and made from scratch. Voted best pizza in the Kosh. Two Brothers offers pub dining at its best with only the finest and fresh ingredients. Get to Two Brothers and the Red Baron in Edgerton today. And good luck to the Crimson Tide girls from everyone at Two Brothers and the Red Baron. Honest upfront numbers right off the bat. That's what makes Hesser Toyota the best place to buy a vehicle like the new 2024 Camry with available all-wheel drive. Drive home with a new Camry today with 3.99% APR for up to 60 months. So browse online at HesserToyota.com or treat yourself to Janesville's best car buying experience with a quick visit to the dealership. Highway 14 next to Target. For qualified buyers through Toyota Financial Services, subject to credit approval, ends 3424. Hesser Toyota, no gains, no gimmicks, no kidding. This is the Big Radio Sports Network. 5.15 to go in this one. 34-17 lead of four. The Edgewood Crusaders over the Crimson Tide of Edgerton. Edgerton's going to bring a little full-court press here, trying to force some turnovers to get some easy buckets. Fernandez just with a deep pass up to Thompson, and she loses a little too past her. <laughs> That's going to be a turnover One there. of the rare bad passes yeah. we've seen from Edgewood all night, and it came on a full-length variety. Fernandez looks like she was trying out for the Edgewood football team there on that one. A little, Getting ready for softball. <laughs> a little too hot to handle. Charlotte is going to check back in for Edgerton. She's got those four fouls. we got 16 fouls either way, so we'll have free throws for the remaining 5-11 here. 34-17 lead. Jenny's going to drive. She'll... Hand off to Redmond. Redmond, little mid-range jumper at the free throw line. good. So Marty Redmond. Heating up. A little too late, but still. She's got six points for she's Edgerton. Got, she's got two more years, so. She'll be a big part of this program going forward. And I know all these girls, well, I shouldn't say all of them, but the majority of them, they'll play a lot of ball this summer, and they'll get better. That one's going to be almost stolen away by Shaw. It's going to be last touch by Edgerton, so it'll stay Edgewood basketball. And I don't know how far in advance these teams make their schedules, Bear. I'm going to defer to you for that one. But do you think maybe Edgerton's going to look to maybe stiffen up the, the contest in yeah, the non-conference? Because I, I don't think the RBC is going to get much better. Yeah, I don't think. I, you're exactly right, Sean. And, and I think schedules are probably done a couple years in advance. But a lot of times coaches non-conference-wise, you know, they wait to see what opens up and who's available. And, um, you know, yeah, I would agree. You know, Kettle Moraine and Lake Mills are great non-conference opponents. The problem is is... They didn't play them late enough in the season where it made that big of a deal. They played them kind of midway through, and because of that, the last half of their schedule was just cupcake wins. Schmatzer's going to be at the free throw line for a one-and-one. Saw her miss a couple badly in the first half, then make one. So we'll see what she's got here, and it's a miss. So Redmond comes down with the rebound and then almost has it stolen away, but into the hands of Langer, so... Thank you. The other way comes Edgerton. 34-19 lead for Edgewood. 4.30 to go, second half. Barring a miracle from the Crimson Tide, it looks like Edgewood's going to move on to play Saturday in a sectional Well, final. and again, Sean, I mean, look up. There's four minutes left. Edgewood has 34 points. I mean, that's 
you would take that if you're Chris Jenny. Absolutely. No question would. about it. Jenny gets cut off on the baseline drive, kicks to Redmond. Redmond drives right, tries to spin a left, gets cut off. Just but instead, you you know, you've given up 34, but you've only scored 19. Langer's going to try to get to the paint. She gets fouled, so she'll head to the free throw line. Shoot a pair. 42-35 lead. It looks now for Wapan. Where's that game being played, Sean? I believe Lodi. Lodi. Stuck that, in Lodi again. If I'm looking at that half-court logo correctly. First free throw is good from Langer. It's a 34-20 lead. 4.02 to go. We're trying to go two for two at the charity stripe. That's the closest Edgerton's been in a long time. Ball almost out of bounds. It's going to be out of bounds. So, yeah, it'll be a turnover there. So, 34-20, four minutes to go, and a turnover for Edgewood. Well, somebody hit a three. Let's try to make this somewhat interesting. you got four minutes left. A three here on this possession would certainly make things interesting. Going to get it to Jenny, top of the key. She'll get a screen. She'll take three. It's up too strong. No just good. Had a good look. One. And, yeah, they just have just not, cannot buy one. been able to buy a three tonight. Fernandez kicks it to the corner. And, shower. And I think Edgewood's going to pull it out now. And this Edgerton crowd that's traveling well. force the Edgerton uh, team to foul, which is, that's good strategy. you got a 14-point lead. You've been a little stagnant on offense the last six minutes or so. So make them foul you and get to the line and try to win it there. 34-20 lead for Edgewood, three and a half to go in this one. Over to the left side. Fernandez has it. She'll hand off. Foul's going to be called there. And we'll have some free throws coming up. For Lily Moshkow, she's yet to score tonight. Three rebounds. She's one of the two seniors in the starting lineup along with uh, Fernandez, so. 3.18 to go, second half. Edgewood at the free throw line. First one's on the way for the one one good. But again, can't say enough, Sean, about the great turnout from this Edgerton crowd. I mean, it's, there's a lot of people here. There is. Second free throw is no good, but Moshkow is able to track down the miss, and it's been kind of the story of the night for Edgerton tonight. Just when, even when they get a break, they just can't take advantage of it. Foul is going to be called. We'll have Miller going to the free throw line. It's going to be on Langer. That'll be her fourth. And Miller leads the Crusaders in scoring on the season, 14 a game, but just six tonight, misses the first free throw. Bree Brown brought in by Langer, so back the other way come the Crimson Tide. Jenny picks up that dribble and then just has it stolen away. Just a bad pass from Jenny. Layups up and good from Miller. Back to a 17-point lead. Under three to play. Frustrating night for the Crimson Tide, no question about it. We get our first three? No. Nope. Three's up, three's not good. Fernandez tracks down the rebound. This holds up for the remaining two and a half minutes. I would like to know how many games this year Edgerton did not make a single three. I uh, would, my guess is none. Yeah, that's 
When you have as many turnovers as they did tonight, you need to hit some shots from the outside to kind of offset it, and they just have it. And like I say, I, if you're Edgerton, well, there's a foul by Redmond, but, you know, at this point, you might just call dogs and get this over with. Moshkow is going to head to the free throw line for two free throws. The 10th team foul, so she's at the free throw line for a pair. First one's on the way, no good. Looking for the Crusaders, they haven't had to go to the free yeah, throw line a whole say, lot tonight. Edward, Edward, been one of the few. Edgerton uh, should have just fouled on every possession and might have had a better chance. Been one of the few negatives for Edgewood tonight. Second free throw is good, so she splits the pair, 38-20 lead. And, you know, I mean, I haven't looked, but I would imagine, you know, if this score holds up, maybe Edgewood gets a couple more points. But I would think this probably be their season low for points, Sean. It might be. I'll have to look at their schedule. Another turnover there for Edgerton. It's certainly going to be a season low for Edgerton. There's no doubt about that. So but just 20 points with just you know, under two minutes to go. They only have 38 points with two minutes left. And Thirty seconds to go on the other side of the bracket. Wapon it looks as ahead 44-38, but Lake Mills just hit a three to cut it to three. And we have a foul called here with 142 to go. So some more free throws coming up. Miller is gonna shoot the free throws. Miller's at the free throw line. Split her last pair. First one's on the way and good. Well, it looks like Coach Jenny's clearing his bench as well. So, going to get some. This will likely be the final score depending on this free throw. And like I say, there's no sense of fouling now. And Taylor Johnson, Jenna Call will check in for Edgerton. Edgerton faithful giving their team a nice round of applause. And well deserved. Yeah, great season for them. Both teams going deep into their bench, trying to get some seniors some minutes. And for Edgerton, meanwhile, they let the seniors all check out to a much-deserved standing ovation. The senior class, four regional final appearances, and finally got over the hump last week, but to come up a little bit short here still. Yeah, I think, you know, bottom line, Sean, is Edgerton's just a better team. You know, at least tonight they were, and it starts with their pressure on defense. Miller hit the first. She's going to look to go two for two at the line, and she doesn't, but Showers right there with an offensive rebound. I tell you what, Aaron Shower has just been everywhere yeah, tonight. 13 points, seven rebounds, minute and a half to go. No fouls here yet for Edgerton, and then we're going to have a timeout just to by get subs in. Edgewood just to get some subs in here, so we will keep it here. Two brothers in Red Baron postgame show coming up in a little bit. Minute and a half to go on this one. 5.5 seconds to go on the other side of the bracket. Wapana well, had 45-41, and they're at the free throw line, so they look to be in good shape. Well, I think that's the matchup most people expected. We're two of the top five teams in the state, Wapana and Edgewood. But again, if Edgewood plays defensively like they did tonight against whoever they play, uh, I like their chances. Top of the key, Edgewood having it. They're just going to move it around here. No fouls here from Edgerton. Christian has kind of called off the dog. Shots up and good from Edgewood. Nice move. The Gabe Giolamis puts it in. 41-20 lead. And it does look like Wapan came away victorious on the other side of the bracket. So we will have Edgewood and Wapan 
in Evansville on Saturday. That should be a dandy of a matchup. It should be. I might have to go up and watch that. I'd rather be broadcasting Edgerton, but certainly would be. If unfortunately, that's them. not going to happen. Just too much defensively for them to handle tonight. This Crusader defense good from start to finish. The matchup is so good on Saturday, Barry, that are you going to go out on a limb and say the winner of that game's going to win well, the state title, or you got oh some boy. other? Boy, I'd have to look at the bracket. <laughs> Trying to get a bold prediction from yes. you. And see I'm going to go out on a limb and say it could very well be, but I'm not sure. I think Aquinas is, is pretty good. That's Katie Punzel on the free throw. She hits the first. Just a little under a minute to go here. Second free throw is no good. Rebound's going to be brought in by Edgewood, and unless they find a wide open look or something, they can kind of just hold on here. 45 seconds to go. 41-21 is the lead. Shots up. Fouls called. We're going to have some more free throws here with 37.8 seconds to go. Yeah, Foley's right, going to head to the free throw right line. Right now you've got Catholic Memorial's a top-ranked team in Division Three at 21-3, and, and then you got Wapan and Edgewood. Uh, Elk Mound hasn't lost yet, but again, I don't think Elk Mound certainly doesn't play the competition that those teams ahead of them do, but you could very well be right. I mean, that's a two and three team in the state, Sean. So, you know, um, I wouldn't be surprised. You know what? I'm going to go out on the limb. I'll do it. I'll say the winner of okay. Wapan and Edgewood is winning the D3 title. You heard, it here. Title. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Barry owes me that million dollars that yes. I never got for my playoff picks. Right. Uh, from well, that Barstool so, Sports yeah. hasn't coughed up the money yet either. 43-21 lead for Edgewood. Both free throws good. Final 30 seconds here in this D3 sectional. Still waiting for Dave Portney to get a hold of me. Yeah. Hasn't... Uh, Cash the check, yeah, no. that's for sure. But I'd tell you what, I mean, the season's going to end on a sour note for Edgerton, but they got a lot of players coming they really back. Do. And the future is bright, there's yeah, no question. Senior class laid one heck of a foundation, as I said, four trips to the regional finals for that senior class. And well, and you know, look at the turnout, look at the crowd here that's from Edgerton. I mean, this is. This is what high school sports is all about. It's been a great turnout here tonight. Clocks hit zero, and Edgewood's going to travel to take on Wapan on Saturday. Edgerton's stellar season comes to an end, just their second loss of the year, and it comes in a sectional semifinal matchup here at Stoughton High School. We'll be back with your post-game show, the Two Brothers in Red Baron post-game show. After this, you're listening to Edgerton Basketball on 105.9 The Hog and online at 1059thehog.com. Bank of Edgerton, a branch of the Bank of Milton, is a locally owned independent hometown bank, serving our customers and the communities around us. Hi, this is Bob Cullen, Vice President. We're big enough to serve all your banking needs, but small enough to know you by name. We emphasize strong banking relationships and demonstrate a high level of community involvement. Good luck to the Crimson Tide from our team at the Bank of Edgerton, member FDIC. Hesser Toyota is Rock County's pre-owned supercenter. Buy with confidence knowing you'll get the best trade-in value. At Hesser Toyota, all pre-owned vehicles come with a free Carfax and are priced to move. Fresh local pre-owned inventory, all makes and models. Now's the time to buy. Head to Hesser Toyota on Highway 14 next to Target or browse the lot online at HesserToyota.com. No games, no gimmicks, no kidding. When you need a plumber, call Edwardson Plumbing of Edgerton. At Edwardson Plumbing, they believe a good plumber is more than just someone you hire to replace some parts, hand a bill, and leave a mess. 
A good plumber is courteous, respectful, and walks you through each solution. They leave your space the way they found it, with quality, affordable plumbing services on repairs, replacements, installation, and remodels. Edwardson will get your plumbing working quickly. From everyone at Edwardson Plumbing, good luck to the Edgerton girls in the playoffs. Roll Tide. I'm sure you've seen ads from some big city law firms. So why is the local Steve Kaya team your best choice? Hi, this is Emily Dykstra, part of Steve Kaya's personal injury team at Nowlin Law. We obtain the best possible results for you, and we give back to the community, donating thousands to local organizations each year, something out-of-town firms do not do. When you hire Steve Kaya and his personal injury team, it's a win for you and the community. Schedule your free consultation at InjuryLawyerWI.com. That's InjuryLawyerWI.com. Winning service and experience since 1980. It's Steve's 51 Repair in Edgerton. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff do it all. Auto plus light truck repair from big to small. In addition to general vehicle service, Steve's 51 Repair handles tires, brakes, batteries, electronics, quick lube service, and a lot more. With the latest equipment, over 40 years of experience, that includes ASE Master Certified Technicians, Steve's 51 Repair will get you back on the road. Steve's 51 Repair, Highway 51, Edgerton. This is the Big Radio Sports Network. Wrapping things up here from Stoughton High School, where Edgerton comes up short in this D3 sectional semifinal, 43-21 to the Crusaders of Edgewood. Time now for your Two Brothers and Red Baron postgame show. Two Brothers Pub and Red Baron Bar and Pizzeria. Great pizza that is fresh, made from scratch, plus great pub food at the Red Baron Bar and Pizzeria and Two Brothers Pub. And it was Crusaders from kind of start to finish. Bear, they got out to a nice start. I believe it was 7-0 start for them. And you just tell right away that defense for Madison Edgewood. We thought it might be the real deal based on what we've seen in some of their last games, uh, looking at some of the highlights. But, boy, oh, boy, to hold this Edgerton team that is so good offensively to just 21 points, I think it's more of a testament to Madison Edgewood than it is uh, a, a knock against Edgerton. I would agree. It's just old man momentum just never got on, on the side of the Crimson Tide. And it's too bad because, like I say, it was set up so nicely. You look out in the stands and you see the Edgerton faithful filling it up. And, you know, you come out and both teams off to a little bit of a slow start. But once Edgerton got, or Edgewood got rolling and got those turnovers, you know, we looked up and it was, I think, 12-2. to 2. And you and I both said, even though it's early in the first half, it's panic time for Edgerton, and that turned out to be the case. Yeah, and they, they turned the ball over too much tonight and just uncharacteristically weren't uh, able to get it going from three. I think, let me double-check my stats here. I don't think they hit a single three tonight. No, they didn't. Did Edgerton. Uh, that, that's got to be, you know, I'd have to go through all the game log, but I would have to think that's the first and only time this year that they did not hit a single three in a ball game, and yet on the other side, 20 turnovers for Edgerton. 20 turnovers and not a single yeah, three. Yeah, I mean, they had one less turnover than points, so, I mean, that's that's a bad recipe. Especially when you go up against a team, the caliber of Madison Edgewood. Looking at the scoring leaders for Edgewood, run through some of our stats quickly here. Aaron Schauer, 13 points, 7 rebounds for the Crusaders. Anna Miller with 9 points and 2 rebounds. Another standout uh, was Marin Schmatzer, just 4 points but 10 rebounds. Four of them on the offensive glass. Quickly here, I know obviously we've got almost 12 months until, you know, 10, 9 months until yep. the next season picks up, but 
What do you think the future kind of looks like for this Edgerton team? Because we went through some of the seniors. Uh, Nikki Shaw is going to graduate. Jillian Charlau is going to graduate. But you got players like Marty Redman, Claudia Jenny, Gracie Langer, uh, all coming back. And, and some of those players uh, off the bench like Julia Schlag and Jenna Call, that are all going to be coming off. So the seniors laid a good foundation, but the future is certainly bright for it Edgerton. It is. And I think, like I said, I, I think I said this earlier in the earlier broadcast, that you look at that 7th and 8th grade classes that are coming up. This program's in real good shape for the next three, four years. But look at Edgewood. I mean, they're young, mm-hmm. too, and they're going to be back. But I think with Chris Jenny, you know, in control of things, I know one thing. These girls will play a ton of basketball over the summer. They'll get better. They have to get better. I mean, there's things to work on, you know. And as dominant as Edgerton was during the regular season, we saw the effects of not playing a real tough conference schedule, and it, it hurt them tonight. There's no question about that. They just were not ready for what Edgewood brought defensively because they just don't see that all year. Absolutely. Future's bright, but still a bittersweet or a bitter moment uh, tonight here at Stoughton High School for Edgerton. Time now for our Burns Full Service Player of the Game. Burns Full Service, great deals on Husqvarna tractors and zero turns at Burns. Service so important, they put it in their name, Burns Full Service. So what do you got here for well, the Well, I, I think I'll do this, Sean. It's the last game of the year. Let's just give it to the entire Edgerton team. What a great season. Uh, they set a program record with 25 wins. They won the conference championship. They won only the third regional title in program history. So a tough night, but you can't take away what they've done all season. So let's hand it out, give it to the entire team. Good call there, partners. So the Edgerton Crimson Tide come up short tonight, but still a stellar season to look back on. And as we mentioned, the future is bright for the Crimson Tide. But final here, it's Madison Edgewood 43, Edgerton Crimson Tide 21. Sean Maloney, John Barry here from Stoughton High School signing off. Thanking Zach for producing for us back in our Janesville studios, you have been listening to Edgerton High School Basketball on 105.9 The Hog and online at 1059thehog.com. You've been listening to a special presentation of Edgerton High School Girls Basketball on 105.9 The Hog and the Big Radio Sports Network. Podcasts of our local game broadcasts can be found online at 1059thehog.com. Now it's back to everything that rocks on The Hog.